Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hello, Pie Tribe, and welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Recently, I was featured on a YouTube podcast called Hot Topics. I will link it below if you want to go check it out. It was a really great episode um, hosted by Gabrielle Crinchlow. Thank you, Gabrielle, for inviting me on your show. Gabrielle's podcast is really just an interesting mix of people who are coming on to talk about various hot topics. So it isn't specific to finance or passive income specifically, but what I really enjoyed about being on her show was that her target audience isn't necessarily business-minded or entrepreneurialistic like many of you are. And I found her questions to be rather enlightening from a different perspective. And I'm, and one of them in particular is one that I want to dive into today's episode. This is going to just be a short episode talking about this question. During the heart of our conversation, she started asking me questions about, you know, what it's like to create passive income, who should create passive income, how to go about doing it and all that fun stuff. And I was explaining it for people who are business minded as well as people who maybe have a W-2 and are looking to supplement their income in another way. But then after we got through all of that, she said, so is it enough to just have one stream of passive income? This episode is brought to you by Kajabi, the platform with a full suite of world-class online business tools working seamlessly together. I've been using Kajabi now for nearly a year, and I'm absolutely in love with this program. Prior to Kajabi, I was experimenting with other platforms, and so many of them were not user-friendly. They were difficult to get online pages to sync up with the cart or getting opt-ins and emails to be easily set up. I was beginning to dread the time it was going to take to set up a simple landing page. Honestly, I can say that since working with Kajabi, I have been extremely happy. I can't imagine leaving for any reason at this point, mainly because it saves me so much time and it doesn't give me a headache. Listen, I consider myself pretty tech savvy for the most part, but that doesn't mean that I want to be a tech genius every time I want to put together an offer. Kajabi makes it so simple to create online products and it gives me the tools I need so my marketing is synchronized. I really can't say enough great things about Kajabi. If you click the link in the description, you will get a free 30-day trial with Kajabi on behalf of the Passive Income Examiner. So be sure to check out the description. Now back to the show. I thought that's such a great question and I bet a lot of people can get mixed up or confused, especially when they're getting started with developing passive. Do you have podcasting questions? Are you looking for a community where you can learn and grow as a podcaster? Hi, I'm Greg, creator of Indie Drop-In Network. Join me and Jeff Townsend, aka the Indie Podcast Father, on Twitter Spaces every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for Podcasting Power Hour. Every week we are joined by experts on different aspects of podcasting to help the community learn and grow as creators. We tackle questions from podcasters at every level. 
Just go to podcastingpowerhour.com for links to the space and to hear previous episodes. That's podcastingpowerhour.com. Of income. The reason being is because, especially here, even on the podcast, you've heard me say how important it is to get one thing going. And this was my answer to her as well. I said, I would recommend everybody start by developing one passive product and really make it work. Don't switch gears until you've got it going. Then branch out from there. But for anybody who's sitting there thinking, I can make one passive product and just live on it. And here's something that caught my eye today. I was scrolling Instagram and I saw a post and it said, how I make $250,000 a year with from one platform. And I thought, man, that's not something I would brag about. That seems dangerous. <laughs> Why would anybody want to make the majority of their income from one platform or one, as I would say, pillar of passive income, any income for that matter, whether it be W-2 income or passive or one passive product versus having multiple passive products. So what I'm suggesting here is the idea eventually is to have at least, I would say, three or four or five if you just simply want to replace your income and not have to constantly develop new sources of passive income, you know, make five your goal. But for anybody who's, you know, a serial entrepreneur, you're never going to stop at five. Let's get real. (laughs) But that is the tip of the day. If you want to know how many passive products you should focus on, the goal would be to have at least five that are generating a fifth of your income goal, whatever it is. So if your goal is $5,000, you know, have each passive product generating $1,000 a month. Um, that would be ideal because what if one passive product suddenly stops working? I'll give you a really good example of this. Jenna Kutcher is the host of the podcast, The Gold Digger. And there was an episode where she had talked about this journal she created years ago. It was one of her very first passive products. She had developed a strategy on Pinterest that was driving traffic to this like clockwork. She didn't even hardly have to think about it. Even though the journal was no longer really relating to her brand. She'd gone in a different direction. She still was making such a good profit from it. She didn't want to let it go. And then one day Pinterest suddenly changed something and her sales plummeted. It was a drastic amount of money that affected her overall. Now she said in her podcast, the great thing was it was no longer her primary source of income. By now she had ventured off and created multiple streams of passive income. But had it happened to her in the beginning, it would have really been a major problem. And that's kind of the point of what I'm trying to say. So, you know, walk into this with the mindset of maybe having three to five minimum, you know, streams of income. Passive is ideal, right? Any passive income is ideal. And it could also be real estate or something like that. If you want to get into something a little bit more from an investment perspective, Um, But if not, and you want to stay focused on the online space, by all means, create five different products that are generating passive income. Then for anybody who's super ambitious, just don't stop. That would be my, that's my methodology. I don't stop creating. It's what makes it fun for me and I really enjoy doing it. So 
that's the answer of the day. How many passive products should you have? Start with one, get that going, and then continue to create passive products and try to make each one generate at least a fifth of your income that you want to generate. That way, if one fails for some unknown reason, the whole world is an ending. You can, you can, you know, make it through and you can continue to build out passive products. Better yet, double your income so you have plenty of money for investing in savings and all that fun stuff. All right, that's it for me today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. If you like mommy so, leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.